0: This is episode number 395 of WP Watercooler, What makes a good WordPress plugin? Brought to you by ServerPress, Makers Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out over at serverpress.com. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm
1: Steve Zangat. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup.
2: It's your boy, Jason Cosper, AKA fat Mullenweg. Let's talk some WordPress.
0: You can go over to Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to a podcast and, um, go subscribe to us, hit the little follow button for some reason they think following makes more sense than subscribing. So there was that. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. No say today. It's a safe, free show. So uh, the way I was thinking this is this is like two Jasons and and a Steve this is the way that uh, this show's set up. <laughs> sure. Is that, like two <laughs> half, is that like two and a half men? Exactly. <laughs>
2: okay. As long as you're okay with being the half man, Steve. I knew, I knew that was coming. I knew
0: that was coming.
1: <laughs> oh oh yeah. Goodness.
0: So, I, don't yeah, need, so today, I don't need this abuse. <laughs> uh, so, so today we're going to be talking about um, WordPress plugins and in particular what makes a good WordPress plugin. There's a lot of things that can make a word, good WordPress plugin. There's a lot of things that can make a WordPress plugin really bad, which maybe maybe a good way of starting this is to to talk about a few of the bad pieces and then we can kind of jump into what the what the good good ones are. What do you guys think about that? Oh, crap. He's oh. muted. <laughs> Try again, Steve.
1: I said, if you, t- if you ask that, uh, you're going to take up the entire show.
0: <laughs> well, one right. of one of the things when I was re- when I was writing up the, the description for, for this, for the post and, and for, uh, the video and all that stuff was like, what are some of the things that really like kind of tick you off when it comes to WordPress plugins? And the, probably the one, one big one that really gets me is when the interface doesn't look like it's WordPress. It's like, you just got dropped into this like website inside of a website sort of situation. And you're like, where, what's going on here? Like the whole interface looks different. And I don't know if that makes that a good WordPress web, you know, a good WordPress plugin because they changed the entire interface. That just makes you think that like WordPress itself has a horrible interface.
1: That was top of my list as well. I think UI, <laughs> UI is it can make or break your plugin, right? And and if you ever, if basically, I think what you have to look at is 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 what's the learning curve uh, on on your plugin, right? If somebody installs it, are they gonna have to go read a manual to to figure out how to
0: use your plugin, or can they just sort of start using it immediately as soon as they activate it? Right. Right. Yeah, I think using using the built in UI frameworks and using, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be something that you have some special little tricky thing that you want it to do. But if you can stick to the things that are already there and try to use those, it's going to look native, essentially, it's going to look native. And I guess that might be a good thing, right?
1: Yeah, and, and for the plugin developers that are out there, I mean, you know, the WordPress includes most most of the hooks that you need to make it look like the WordPress dashboard or the WordPress admin interface are there, right? It's not it, it it's not that tough as a developer because I've developed plugins before to to just put it in and kind of put it into the uh, existing dashboard because those elements are all available to you, right? Even something as simple as uh, the table view in uh, in WordPress. So if you go to like the the posts tab or the pages tab, right? That there's a that there's a view in there in WordPress called that table view where it's got the the names across the top and then it's got alternating row colors. And that's sort of the WordPress look for a list of things, you know, whatever it may be. And I noticed that a lot of plugins, even when you when you go to their immediate like front page or their interface to look at the stuff that you've created, they don't use that same table view, right? And so it, it's jarring. It may look a little bit different, but it, it's really easy just to to bring in that WordPress table view. There's not, there's not much to it. It's available to you. So use it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the other one for me, that's really, that's really starting to, um, to be a little bit more prevalent for me is just having freaking blocks. <laughs> like short codes. I get it, man. Short codes. You could throw a whole bunch of stuff on it, but all of those little switches can just be little boxes over on the right-hand side. When you click on the block, you can go and configure the block the way it needs to be done.
1: And that, that might be a matter of, um, you know, whether a plugin has been maintained recently or not. Right. And so I, kind of lump that under, under maintenance, right. To me, that's what makes a good plugin is a plugin that is well maintained and regularly maintained. Right. So, you can kind of tell that a plugin hasn't been maintained if it's still using shortcodes, right? Because that's, short shortcodes has been, you know, out of fashion for a, quite a long time now. So we've had the block editor for several iterations. Um, you shouldn't you shouldn't really be using shortcodes in your plugin anymore.
0: But they're still out there. Oh yeah, and and yeah. new plugins are coming out with it still. And I know. It's just like, what are you doing? Oh, I know. We and need and to it get. L- we need to get some co-parenting happening here. We need to get people that are like, okay with having, you know, the old way of doing things. And then we need to have some folks that are more new school that are to like, Hey, I'll write the JavaScript for you. That's going to make this part work and, and and just start building it up. And
1: putting my developer hat on for a minute, right? If you've, if you developed a plugin that had short codes in the past, it's okay to make it backwards compatible and leave that code in. Right. So that that's fine, but you should update your plugin so that it uses the newest, uh, you know, latest and
0: greatest stuff inside of WordPress. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think Cosper? What do you got?
2: Well, uh, no, I'm, I really have to agree with you with, uh, UI stuff. Uh, I will say this with my chest. Uh, I do not like how WPMU Dev. All of their plugins look like how they think WordPress should look uh-huh. instead of how WordPress actually looks. Mm-hmm. And anytime that I have logged into a site where I'm trying to help them work through something and I see that they have a uh, WPMU dev, I, I'm not gonna get any fans from them over there, but just their UI. It's like they want to be cutesy and cartoony and everything else. Um, there was a period where Yoast was really bad about this, um, where everything kind of, even though they fit it within the WordPress UI, that they just, I don't need to see these. I understand you guys spent the money on these like cute little cartoons, but I don't need to fucking see them. I just <laughs> want.
0: <laughs> So true. So true.
2: I man. just want so to get in, click the things that I need to click, and and you know change the settings I need to change, and that's that. Um, I will say um, these guys do a decent job of looking um, like WordPress, but uh, also since I'm like just airing out my shit list here, uh, <laughs> anytime I see a WooCommerce site with uh, a a themes, aka Yith plugin. I brace myself for the, the crap show that I'm going to have to deal with in, uh, like fixing, uh, problems in optimizing things. Uh, they, they just, it's, it it can, it can be really slipshod as far as code quality goes. Mm. Um, and, um, I'm not saying that like blanket. I know that they're doing a lot of work over there. They've got a lot of plugins, but man, they've also got, a lot of plugins and they don't all do the job very well. I I think if they worked on focusing up a little better um, that maybe they, they could improve there. Um, But I mean, they, they, for a while, I I don't know if any other plugins still have it, but they were some of those people who were still in queuing like JavaScript libraries that you only use on the back end on the front end of the site. They're doing things like that, where it's just like, why, why do I need this jQuery library or whatever that only gets used when I'm looking at your UI or, you know, your plugin functionality, uh, as opposed to, like, those are the things that really uh, take the jam out of my donut.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well th- it's that performance thing that you're talking about uh-huh. where if they just look at what things they are in queuing on the front end um then we don't have to go through a bunch of extra stuff to remove it you know in functions or do anything like that yeah. it's just like just keep things clean
1: well and and cosper said something uh, a, a word that i think is important which is about donut focus. oh yeah um jam <laughs> uh no focus right so I find that a lot of plugins sort of uh, try to do too many things uh, within the plugin and they lose their focus. Right. And when that happens, again, it it speaks to sort of the learning curve that somebody has to, and the hurdles somebody has to jump through to, to use the plugin, you know, keep, keep the plugin focused on what it's supposed to do and don't add in a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Chris Mm -hmm. Lemma actually wrote a blog post about this uh, and published it this morning about uh, uh, product, about uh, designing products and constraints um, adding, you know, adding constraints to yourself when, when doing product design. I think that's, that's relevant when it comes to plugin uh, design, because I find that too many plugins try to do too many things and, and they don't need to, right? If your plugin is, if you, if you're, if your people are downloading your plugin to do a particular function, keep it focused on that function.
0: Right. Yeah. It doesn't need to be, um, uh, all all in one, all in one Swiss it army need nice. to be like all the things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like everything yeah. needs to have an <laughs> SEO thing. What'd you? So you said you, we, 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 lost you there. Jetpack. <laughs> oh, mm.
1: um,
0: yeah, that, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Um, you know, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I know we've talked about interface a lot. We've talked about focus, um, but there are, you know, there are plugins that, that do a lot, but, but still present it in an, in a easy to digest interface. Right. And that's, yeah. That's, again, I think what can make or break a plugin is is even if you have a lot that your plugin's doing, if you can sort of boil down the interface, the dashboard interface, to three to five things at a time, right, so that your people aren't getting overwhelmed, um, that's true of site navigation, but that's also true of your dashboard. You know, your admins are getting overwhelmed if, if, if you go to the plugin dashboard and there's 25 things that are being presented to you that you, that you can do. Um, right. One of the plugins that I, I actually feel uh, – feel fails that and and this this plugin fails for a lot of reasons but there's a plugin called wp discuss discuss with a z right it's supposed to be um sort of a replacement for discuss or any of the the comments plugins that are out there it's self-hosted comments Mm -hmm. i don't recommend it for several reasons but ui wise it is overwhelming you get there and there's Fifty things that you can do, and each one of those things that you click on has another hundred things that you can that you can you can set within the configurations file. It is overwhelming. So the, uh, uh, I,
2: I, will, I will say to to what you're saying, Steve. Um, it's it's not the greatest, but WooCommerce does this better in their settings. They actually have things metered out by like, okay, what 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 am I looking to do? What setting am I looking yeah. to change here? And that you can actually go through and click through all these different tabs. Sometimes it's a pain because you're like, where is this setting? I'm just looking for this damn setting. But at the very least, they try to delineate what what you're trying to do with where you need to go.
1: They absolutely do. Now I will find that I I do find that several of the WooCommerce add-ons, even the ones you buy in the WooCommerce store, add extra settings tabs and don't always put Uh things in the right places. So that WooCommerce just out of the box by itself does a great job of that. When you start to put in add-ons, it becomes very confusing
0: right
1: um back on back on wp discuss for a second one of the reasons i was going to say it also fails sort of the 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 question that we're asking here today is what makes a good plugin is is it is resource intensive like it is a resource hog so if you've got any sort of traffic coming in on your comments or you're using wp discuss you actually need a pretty beefy server to handle it because it is Mm -hmm. it is intense sorry go ahead Mm -hmm. jason
0: well, I was thinking, you know, what makes a good WordPress theme is, and it depends on what you're thinking, uh, on, on the, uh, the left sidebar there on the, the dashboard menu, like, should all this crap be inside the settings menu? Should all this crap not be in the settings menu? Should there be some consistency? Like, which, like, what, what, what do you guys feel in here? I, like, I mean, if I look at a site that I've installed, you know, 30 plugins, 20 plugins or whatever, Half of them are inside one thing, the other half are in the settings thing. Some of them have put it in the tools menu. So you're like, I literally do this. I look at tools, I look at settings, and then I finally look at the main piece and I go like, where is this at? I'm constantly looking for menu I, items.
1: I find with some plugins that feels like an ego thing on the developer's part, right? That when they start to put their tab as a top level tab on, on the left when it really doesn't need to be right now. Some things that need to be top level would be something like a forms plugin, right? Because that's a custom post type you get forms, right? That's, that's a top level tab, but you know, something like a caching plugin to me that belongs under settings, right? And, and um, WP rocket, actually does that. They, they put themselves under, underneath the settings tab, right? They don't have a separate tab. Whereas some of the other caching plugins like uh, Super Cache and Total Cache, at least you know when I used them last, which was years ago, uh, would give you a top level tab because they, they, they think they're that
0: important. Right, uh, what, one in <laughs> particular that I want to pick out is a WP um, a- Activity Log, which that <laughs> damn thing literally is above Jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> it's below dashboard, they, and above jetpack. It's like you're they, gonna use me every single day, and I'm like, bro, I'm not even using, I mean, I use you like like once a month, yeah, just to make sure are- we're good.
2: I, I will say there are um, especially managed web hosts who need to learn to be a little bit more humble because they'll put themselves <laughs> above. They'll put themselves above the dashboard mm-hmm. for the longest time. WP engine was the tab above dashboard. And it's like, listen, I understand you are the web
0: host, but who the fuck do you think <laughs> you are? Negative nine, nine, nine. No one's going above us. Yeah. no, uh, be humble.
1: <laughs> Be well, humble. And, and and part of that is not not that the tab is is at the top. It's the it's the things that are in that tab that you're rarely going to use, right? So that the things that are in that WP Engine tab were clear the cache, um, and maybe that's it. Clear the clear the cache. Oh, and right. and initiate a staging server. Copy staging to production, and right. and production to staging. Th- those are things that I go to once a year, right? Maybe and, and- once a month. <laughs>
2: And the clear cache, the clear cache button is already sitting in the menu bar yes. up along with right. everything else. So it's right. like, not only are, do they think that they're better than the dashboard? They also have one of the like soul, like three functions, four functions in that little section is up in the damn menu bar. The one you need the most.
1: And in in my mind, in my mind, that's what the plugin developers should ask themselves is how often is somebody going to be using this, Mm -hmm. right? That should really determine whether you're a top level tab or a settings tab or no tab. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I always, I always appreciate, I always appreciate just one last thing before Jason moves us on, um, (laughs) is, um, (laughs) I always appreciate when a plugin will put a link to its settings, in the plugins list. So you have like, you know, the information about the plugin, you know, etc. And then you see that little link that says settings. Half the time I find myself in the plugins page when I can't figure out where a setting is to go, okay, were they cool that they put the settings in here? So I don't have to like dig for this crap. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of plugins that actually have things figured out tend to stick that, that little link there, it's not a big lift to put that there.
0: And, and it doesn't help to I, make I, the background change colors randomly on that thing. That doesn't help me any, I, I I'm good. I don't, I don't need sure. that. I don't need that. By, um, by, go- the way,
1: by the way, Jason, real quick. I know you mentioned activity log. Yeah. Replace that and start using stream uh, instead.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good, good to note. Um, one of the other things that I, wa- I wanted to, uh, to to think about, and when you mentioned humble, it made me think a little bit about this. Is the the idea that if you make a very popular WordPress plugin, go into the WordPress you know uh, repo there, do a quick search for your own plugin, and then type in the word nag after it. If if something exists, you're obviously doing something wrong. If they're if they're having to make a plugin to remove all of the little like naggy uh, things that show up on the top of your your plugin on the top of the dashboard on every single page on the dashboard, like dude, you're not that important. Well,
1: you're and, not and, that important. And and frankly, stop trying to sell me shit. Stop trying to sell me more shit. I downloaded your plugin. I'm using it. Stop trying to sell me more stuff within the, within the notifications bar on the top of my website.
0: I don't need it. I'm not going to buy it. And if you ask me for a review, I'm just going to say I already gave you one. Right. And most of the time I'm not even going to look at it anymore because I'm yeah. going to hand the site off to the, you know, my customer and now they're going to have to deal with your crap.
1: And they're just, and being I do to have them deal with your crap. Yeah. Those notifications are awful. Yeah. I mean I, my I my understand. biggest
2: my biggest notification nag is when they ask me if I want to send metrics up to whatever third party service they're using, probably Freemius. Um and saying like I, I actually um I I haven't looked through um the 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 repo for this yet or GitHub. Uh I'm almost wondering if there's like a freemius style, like if ad block basically for your own WordPress site of like, you know what, man, I don't want to send any of this data up to anybody. Like, just let me
1: run my damn site. Well, and there should be, there just should be something in in WordPress that says, look, my answer is no. For, For anybody that asks me, my answer is no. Just don't ask me anymore. Yeah. And are we no, are we no. talking about
0: the thing where you disable a plugin and then it prompts you and asks you? Is that what oh we're god, talking about? Oh my god, that's the worst.
1: <laughs> oh, that we're talking about something right. different.
0: Why are you oh, so. disabling my plugin? Because I because I want to. That's why. Right. <laughs> I always tell them it's temporary, just to just to lead them on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call me back in three days. I'll be it's, more than happy to not, talk to you. It's not. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could put that on Actually, your pl- on your plugin, no, I will click that all the time. That
1: that is a good plugin idea. Is to have a plugin that just automatically replies no anytime you're asked anything by another plugin. I'm yeah. gonna create that. No, no no,
2: no, a, no, no is a no is a complete no sentence. Yeah, <laughs> no is a complete sentence. The plugin.
0: The plugin. I love it. Oh, man. oh that's good stuff. So I know it sounds like we're bitching a lot about like what, what these do, but it, you kind we of are, have to look we at it are. from the bad side. Cause <laughs> if you look at it from the good side, it's just like, I want all the fonts to be the, the system font that's that's on here. So it makes it look the same. Like, I, you know,
1: <laughs> I, I want, I want plugins to always use a proper dash icon for their left hand t- uh, tab. Right. Have you seen plugins that have their own icon and it ends up bigger than the tab and spilling over into other tabs I, that's mm-hmm. the first plugin I turn on. As soon as I see that, I turn it off. I go, okay, clearly this plugin hasn't been updated in a while or they don't care. So I'm not going to use it. Right. <laughs> I know that
2: there's, yeah. I know that there's a big, I know that there's a big to do lately over the, the capital P dang it uh, stuff in WordPress. I know huh. that the people are kind of pitching a shit fit over it lately uh, and I get it. Uh, but. Uh if I see somebody, if I turn on a plugin, I'm looking through the settings and I see a lowercase P, I think, like, how much experience do you have in the community or well, in, like, with developing WordPress stuff? And, and I, I, that's kind of a ding. I might not deactivate it right away, but I'm like, ooh, well, you to need me- to fix that.
1: To me, it speaks to attention to detail, right? If if they don't have the yes. attention to that detail, how's the how did how is the code? What, kind of what shape is the code in? Right.
0: Yeah. What What if what if it's a it's something that you intentionally do like like this? I spell it WordPress now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, no, I, I look at those all the time. I look at those all the time and see, like, you know, you get these emails that somebody sends you and they spill it WordPress lowercase with the space in between. And you're just like, bro, okay. Yeah. yeah I know you got something else listed that you're going to be pitching me a paragraph down as well. So there's another specific category of
1: plugins that's been on my shit list lately since we're venting. Um, and that is, that is all of the plugins that attempt to rework the media library. Into folders or categories or any of that stuff, right? None, none of them. Of them work. None of them have gotten it right. None of them, right? And I and and I understand. We've talked a lot. We, we, we've talked what for twelve years now about the media library and yep. how you can't you can't categorize, you can't put it in folders, right? There's it's it's very basic as far as uh, compared to other media libraries. So there have been plugins that have attempted to solve this, and they're all horrid, all of them. Um, and so if, look, if anybody has one that's out in the community that can recommend to me, I I'd love to try it out.
0: I'm literally starting to go fund me right now and I'm <laughs> going to make sure that we can get this thing fixed. Cause if we go 10 years and we still don't have a good media library, then we did our job wrong.
1: Look, <laughs> I understand it's hard, right? This is, this is, this is a very difficult plugin to create, but again there's several of them that that are out there that have attempted to do it and they're and they're they're just terrible i mean they're they're god awful
0: yeah and they break tons of stuff Uh if you have another plugin that tries to manipulate something within the media library everything breaks Mm -hmm. it just breaks hard super duper hard yep oh man no joke i'm literally making that uh, that uh (laughs) that go me. And that, that crap is going out the second we done with this episode. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh goodness. All right. What else have you got? What, what other things we should, we should be uh, focusing in on when we're shopping for a, a plugin.
2: Oh, um, okay. Documentation. Yes. <laughs>
0: there you go.
2: If, if you actually, let's actually talk about what makes a good plugin and, and instead of just complaining about the things that we hate, about, um, bad plugins, good plugins have documentation. You can actually install if if you go and look at the documentation and go, okay, after reading this, I know what this plugin does before even installing it on my site. That's a good sign. I mean, you can have bad plugins with good documentation. I've seen my share of those as well, but at least you can actually figure out how to work around that crap.
0: So just putting in uh, various small bug fixes um, as the uh, change log that that's not good enough for you.
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) no, but actually having, having documentation where it's like, this is what the plugin does. Here are clear screenshots or videos or whatever of here is the plugin in action, things like that. Um, things where um, if it's like a premium plugin, uh, if they have an active blog that talks about what the plugin does and not just like, here's some crap from the WordPress community, like we're trying to run a new site or something like that. No. Tell me about what the plugin does. Tell me about uh, the changes that you made in version 5.0 of your you know your latest release things like that Uh, an actual complete change log when they make changes another
1: big one i put this in the show notes but uh, a good example of a plugin that got it right on the documentation side is ninja forms so the ninja forms documentation is very well done uh, very complete very complete easy to find you know what you're looking for from both the user standpoint and the developer standpoint um so they 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 definitely did it right I'm not saying there's others, yeah there's plenty of others worth mentioning, but that's the first one that comes to mind uh, when it comes to good documentation.
2: I don't I don't want to scare away our uh, beginner listeners, but from a developer standpoint, also with regards to documentation, uh, I look at the code in some cases and see what the internal documentation on the plugin looks like. Mm -hmm. If they have actually documented the functions, the, you know, all of the things that they need to actually be documenting, that's Mm -hmm. normally the sign of, as Steve said, attention to detail. They know that someone is going to be digging around in this, uh, especially if it's something like WooCommerce that needs, that has like a whole extensions or rich extensions, like ninja forms, that has like a rich extensions,
1: like a uh, community. Yeah. I'll, I'll second that as well. I use the code as the documentation from a developer standpoint and you can tell pretty quickly whether it's comments or not, you can tell pretty quickly if the code is organized uh, well. And so yes. I know right away if something was coded well, I actually, I can't think of the plugin. I'm trying to think of it, but there was a plugin. I actually went into the code the other day and there was, there was actually the only comments were in the code was, were, um, literally it said something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing, but I know I didn't do this well, but we'll get back to it at a later date. Literally it had a comment. Those comments were in the code. So that, 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 that that made me feel real confident about the plugin I was using.
0: (laughs) Well, most of these plugins are scratching an itch. And, and if you, if, if you're scratching that itch enough, then that means you really truly want this thing fixed and you want it fixed well. And, you know, I I could see maybe, yeah, I had to get this to work and I got this to work. And this is why I had to write this one little piece in there saying, I'll get back to this at some point.
2: I was going to say also from a developer standpoint, um, if um, they have a repo up on GitHub on one of the the Git hosting services, uh, see what their issues look like. Mm-hmm. Like actually take a glance and see if uh if someone brings up an issue and um it's just been sitting there for six months, two years, say found something that was like f- three or four years ago at this point, like, oh yeah, we'll get back around to this in, in a few months. And it was like a three-year-old issue. And it's like, ah oh, crap. Okay, they're not fixing this. This is probably a, a problem. This is going right. to be a problem for me. But, uh, I mean, if, if they're addressing, I, I know, especially in the WordPress community, a lot of these people are doing this crap for free, like, and you need to be respectful of that. Uh, but uh, if it's something that you want to use on your site that will make you money, that will, uh, you know, that you're going to earn a living from, uh, then make sure that the, the people working on this actually give a crap about doing it and weren't just scratching an itch for like five minutes and have walked away from it.
1: Well, and I'd also add to that, how how well does the the company that's making the plugin or the people that are creating the plugin, how well do they engage? Right. I'll give you an yes. example. I, I actually found a bug in uh, the authorized.net uh, uh, payment gateway add-on for WooCommerce uh, recently found it. Uh, submitted a patch and they kept, got back to me nearly immediately and said, oh, thank you very much. You know, because um, what happened was there was a change in the API on the, on the authorized.net side that, that the plugin just wasn't up to date on yet. And it was something very specific. They said, thank you. And they actually rolled out a patch in two days uh, with, with, with the code that I suggested for them. That's cool. That's cool. So, you know, I, 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 you know those, are, those are plugins I'll stick with because I
0: know that there's a, a team behind it that has actually engaged and listening. Hmm. Hmm. And sometimes money is the one is the thing that fixes that, you know, you, you, yeah. you, you charge people a couple bucks, you, you have a couple bucks that you can actually, uh, spend to, uh, or feel like you, you need to actually keep this thing up and running. So, or if well, there's a,
1: plug- if there's a plugin, that's not doing something you want or it's broken and you know, it's broken, donate some money, right? right. just, just, just yep. they, most of them have donation links, donate some money or even ask, say, can I donate some money to your team right, mm-hmm. to fix this? hundred bucks, you know, like in that, in that case goes a long way.
0: Definitely. Money talks, right? That's about it folks. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. If you like this stuff, tell somebody about it. Uh, leave us some comments on social media, places that you're watching this stuff. Just so we know that we are, that we're seeing you and you're seeing us at these locations. We'd appreciate it. What if I I don't like this stuff? You're not on social media, are you? (laughs) (laughs) See you. Bye. Go over to debut slash subscribe to subscribe to this content. You can find us on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and you can watch us on YouTube. Talk to y'all later. You have a good one. Bye-bye.